Good morning, everybody. We have a sharply higher trade in the grain markets here early on Friday morning following the big collapse on Thursday. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. July corn futures up 14 cents at 6.47. December corn is up 17.5 at 5.50. July soybeans are up 59 cents at 13.88 and three quarters. November soybeans are up 55.5 cents at 13.08 and a quarter. July Chicago wheat up 18 and a quarter cents at 6.57 and a quarter. July Kansas City wheat up 18 and a half at 6.03 and three quarters. July spring wheat is up 17 cents at 7.68 and a quarter. If you're listening on the podcast, as always, appreciate it. Leave me a review or a rating if you have not already. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you subscribe to the channel if you have not already. Our subscriptions are growing. I'm getting more views. These videos are getting spread out a little bit. It's really starting to to work out really well. So thank you uh, for everything you guys have done. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website. Click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner for four. $49 a month. I offer a subscription service. It includes my morning email, which goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. That email includes all the overnight headlines that you need to be aware of, all sorts of interesting charts and graphics, all my grain marketing recommendations. There's a text message service that goes along with this. I now offer subscriber-only videos and content, which are all included. And these are videos that go out uh, every single day of the week now discussing different issues, everything from charts to uh, news items, grain marketing, all that sort of stuff. This is a monthly subscription that can be canceled at any time. Uh, Certainly check that out. So we've had a crazy couple of days in the markets. Uh, There was a really a massive route in commodity markets yesterday, pretty much across the board especially severe declines were noted in the corn market, the soybean market, the soybean oil market, gold, silver. Uh, The Bloomberg Commodity Index lost 3.5% yesterday. That's a very big move. The Goldman Index lost 3.8% yesterday. That's also a very big move. There are several factors at play. Uh, We'll start off with China. China is seeking to limit speculation in commodity markets. Bloomberg reports that state-owned Chinese enterprises were ordered to control risks and limit their exposure to overseas commodity markets. The uh, companies have reportedly been asked to report their positions in the futures markets to the country's Asset Supervision and Administration Commission. I don't know what that is. It sounds scary. Uh, Chatter regarding this sort of issue circulated this week and I think at least was partially responsible for yesterday's meltdown. Of course, there's there's always going to be debate on a day like yesterday. Why was the market down? Why was the market down? I think there's a few different reasons here. But the scrutiny on overseas commodities positions, meanwhile, is aimed at curbing excessive speculation as prices are overheated and could bring risks to state-owned enterprises. That's according to one of the Bloomberg sources. So China is concerned about inflation and rising prices. That's one issue. Here's another issue. The U.S. dollar rose sharply yesterday. Uh, The Fed indicated on Wednesday that rate hikes would come sooner than expected. So traders now expect two rate hikes during the 2023 calendar year. The U.S. dollar rose sharply yesterday, trades marginally higher this morning. Uh, That's an additional bearish factor for the markets that certainly did not help yesterday. Maybe in regard to our grain markets, this could be the biggest story, depending on who you ask. Uh, There's a lot of concern regarding the RFS. We've seen some back and forth regarding uh, headlines this week, last week, or I'm sorry, over the last couple of weeks now. Last week, Reuters reported that the head of the EPA had met met with some East Coast U.S. senators regarding uh, the potential for relief 
for the uh, oil refiners in regard to biofuels, uh, essentially indicating that maybe they could blend less, maybe there will be some emergency declaration, maybe some sort of shift to the mandate. This week, there was another group of representatives that penned a letter to the EPA imploring them to reject any such relief to refiners. And these were uh, representative largely from, you know, corn growing states, I think Illinois, Iowa, Minnesota representatives included there. So the fact that they had to write this letter says that, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire, perhaps. RIN values fell sharply this week. Uh, Reuters reported yesterday that oil refiners are amassing uh, some very large biofuel liabilities uh, meaning that they're essentially behind on blending and RIN purchases, uh, perhaps implying maybe one of two things. Maybe they're betting on regulatory relief, or maybe they're simply betting on lower RIN prices. But in any case, I think this has certainly something to do with uh, the weakness in the corn market, perhaps the bean oil market, and, and therefore the soybean market. Um, there uh, is, is a lot more to talk about here, and I may have to do a, a special episode and, and maybe get a guest on to uh, discuss this Rain amounts in Iowa yesterday were disappointing um, in a lot of areas. You know, we had that system uh, yesterday. It was really like about this time yesterday or a little bit earlier than that that moved across Iowa. And I'll show you the, the map here. This is uh, observed rainfall over the last 48 hours. And there was a, a lot of talk, and I talked about this rain in western Iowa yesterday. You know, the areas that caught more than an inch of rain, I think, were few and far between. I think there were a lot of areas that got, you know, a tenth, a quarter, maybe nothing. Um, overnight, it looks like there were some more significant rains in, say, the southern half of Wisconsin. And this morning, um, on the radar, there's quite a bit of rain over the state of Michigan and southern Indiana. Michigan has been in the midst of a moderate to severe drought, so they could really use the relief in, in southern Michigan. Um, so you got some rain moving across the north here. Here's the next seven days, according to the Weather Prediction Center, offering you know at least an inch of rain for the vast majority of the Corn Belt. They've even got a little bit in here for eastern North Dakota, eastern South Dakota, but but largely the plains left kind of dry here again, according to this Weather Prediction Center map. Uh, the areas that will see the heaviest amounts include a lot of Indiana and Ohio. Um, here's six to 10 day outlook, um, wetter than normal, cooler than normal for a lot of the Corn Belt, barring uh, western areas and the northern plains, which will be drier than normal and warmer than normal. Um, here's uh, temperatures. This is what it's going to look like on June 21st, according to the GFS. And this is temperatures versus normal. You can see here a lot of the Corn Belt. I mean, a lot of Illinois, Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, into uh, the eastern part of the Dakotas, a little bit of Nebraska. They're going to be a good 10 degrees below normal uh, for uh, several days beginning, I think, Sunday, Monday next week. So you do have a cool down coming, certainly. The uh, Euro model and the GFS model are both kind of in agreement, I would say, in regard to rains, that the euro may be a little bit drier here this morning, but um, the forecast still looks generally favorable for crop production, I would say, for a lot of areas. Not for every area, but uh, certainly for a lot of areas. Cattle market yesterday uh, was lower, just like a lot of commodity markets. Uh, fat cattle were 2 to $4 lower. Feeder cattle, um, not as bad. The hog market was limit down in a lot of these contracts, 4 bucks. Um Cash cattle, 121 to 124. We'll see if, if anything else develops here today. I think 122 in the south mainly. Uh, the outside markets, the the uh, Dow Jones is down 120 points out of the cash open. The S&P is down about 12. We've got gold up $17, so a little bit of a rebound there as well, kind of like we're seeing in the grain markets, not as big of a rebound in the precious metals. Um, you've got the U.S. dollar just a little bit higher, and again, was sharply higher yesterday. Crude oil is up 50 cents in the August, or I'm sorry, down 50 cents in the August uh, WTI at 70.28. Bond market is a little bit higher. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. I will talk to you on Monday.